I'm Marianne Kolbesak McGee, Executive Editor at Information Security Media Group. Today I'm speaking with Andrew Hicks, Vice President of Risk Assurance at Frazier and Dieter. So, Andrew, prior to you recently joining Frazier and Dieter, you spent a long time at another security risk consulting firm working with healthcare sector entities. Based on what you're seeing, what are the top cybersecurity risk issues that these entities are dealing with right now that are getting them into trouble and resulting in some of the major breaches and other security incidents that we keep hearing about? There is no shortage of challenges, starting with the CISO role. I just read an article that the attrition rate of CISOs is amongst the ties it's ever been, highly stressful positions. I guess kind of along that line, but unintentionally, is, is the talent pool. This is a big challenge. It's one that's near and dear to me because it's not just healthcare. It's not just specific industries. This goes across professional service firms as well. And the talent pool, as we know it is, it's shrinking. It's not what it used to be in terms of cybersecurity professionals. I saw an article a couple months ago that there's three jobs for every, every one trained professional out there. So you have that factor, and then you also have the attrition factor that makes it very difficult for organizations to retain talent and make sure they're, they're getting the right skill sets into these these highly important roles to fight cybersecurity. I would say the second thing is what I call the realm of responsibility. So 10 years ago, we, we know that the organizations have changed. They've changed dramatically. You no longer have your people working on your data within your or on your systems and within your buildings. The ecosystem of data is very large, right? You've got cloud service providers. You've got managed service providers, vendors, a myriad of contractors out there. And, and the net of all of that is it's very, very difficult to inventory all the locations of where your data and, and healthcare's PHI, where all of that data resides, and how you ensure controls are enforced throughout that entire ecosystem. So in some cases, you may have full responsibility, you may have shared responsibility with another vendor or partner, or you may have no responsibility and you need to know what they are responsible for. The third thing I would say is ransomware. It's a continuation of last year and a few years before that. The ransomware is still highly disruptive, especially in healthcare as well. So there's been a lot of ransomware cases. And I think the biggest struggle there is just finding a balance of the right technical and preventative controls to prevent that from happening, as well as the mitigation and response activities. And then there's always the workforce uh, training element. So I think those are probably the three, I think I threw a bonus one in there, four probably biggest cybersecurity challenges I'm seeing out there. So now, Andrew, when we start talking about vendor security risk, what are the top mistakes you see healthcare sector entities making in terms of dealing with vendor security risk management? And are there certain weaknesses that the vendors have that are contributing to some of the things that we're seeing in terms of uh, the breaches and you know falling victim to ransomware and all these other sorts of things that the healthcare sector is dealing with? I think the biggest thing there is a lot of organizations fall victim to believing that, hey, once the data is pushed off to a vendor, it's out of my sight, it's out of my control, I don't have to worry about that. And the reality is, HIP has taught us this through business associate contracts, is that, you know, you're responsible for ensuring that data is secured downstream. You know, I think those days are passing us quickly. Organizations, there's a, I'll put it this way, there's a huge initiative, I know HITRUST is a big proponent of, with third-party risk management. So, a lot of organizations are aware of the downstream risk, but how they are attacking that risk, I think I'm seeing a lot of disparity with that. We're still seeing a lot of questionnaires that are non-standard. We're seeing a lot of forced assessments downstream that are, some are standard, some are non-standard or accepted. So I think there's still a challenge in how do we baseline all these different types of vendors? They all present different types of risk to our organizations. 
and assimilate that data back in a way that's meaningful to, you know, the organization that truly is the owner of that data and, and has the responsibility for its overall well-being. Now, based on what you're seeing, how can healthcare sector entities do a better job in terms of aligning their security with their business needs, especially when you throw the vendors into the mix? Again, we're seeing a good, healthy change here. There used to be, you know, the, the days of the old were CISOs were it was just a job. Um, they weren't involved in strategic initiatives. They weren't at the board meetings. And I'm seeing a lot more headway there. So I'm on a couple of, uh, of boards where I've spoken before, and I'm seeing the CISO always has a role there, which is great to see. They need to be well-informed of, you know, we mentioned third-party risk management. They need to be well-informed of all the organizations, you know, contractor agreements, vendors, third parties, and understand of what data is flowing outside of the organization so they can be part of that conversation. They also need to be well-informed of any new lines of business, service offerings, acquisitions, merger discussions, any things as simple as physical security changes, they need to be kept in a loop of all of those things. You flip it around the other side, and, and equally, the business needs to be well-informed of what's happening with the information security group. The days are long gone where information security is a siloed organization that kind of quarantined off. Cybersecurity is really, it's everybody's problem. It's not just you know, quarantine to just the information security group. So I think you know, I'm seeing a lot of better communication throughout the organizations. Um, I'm seeing a lot of internal marketing where cybersecurity is, you know, something that the organization needs to learn, adopt, and embrace. I mean, it's not just limited to one organization. And, Andrew, you mentioned earlier about the shortage that we're seeing with security professionals and security expertise. How big of a difficulty is it when the CISO is trying to do their best in order to secure the systems, but they're missing the talent that they need. And then they're faced with perhaps outsourcing or relying on vendors. That vetting process, any tips for going through that vetting process if they're going to have to rely on the outsiders? It's a big problem. I'll be honest. It's, it's a really big problem. I think you know leveraging your, net, your network is, is a great place to start. There are a lot of consulting firms out there that are offering virtual CISO responsibilities or roles. Um, there's a lot of staff augmentation firms out there that are doing a really good job. Obviously, with that comes the risk, right? You've got you to really vet them and vet them well. You've got to trust them. So establishing good partnerships with, quote, unquote, trusted advisors is, is really helpful. And, you know, I've always leveraged my network to find the talent that I've needed. So I think that's probably the, the best thing, but it, the risk is still there. The, the challenge is, is there in a really severe way. And we also see a reliance on healthcare sector entities on cloud providers, not only in the healthcare sector, but of course in other industries. But it also opens up certain issues when it comes to the patient privacy of the data that's being either stored by these uh, cloud vendors. Sometimes these vendors are involved with data analysis. Anything that's top of mind for the healthcare sector entities that are using cloud security vendors in perhaps new innovative ways that they should be keeping an eye on? I think just having that conversation as you're looking to a CSP, as you're engaged with them, just being really transparent. Here are the needs that we have. Here's the regulations that we're up against. Privacy, as you mentioned, right? There's, there's a ton of attention on privacy right now. CCPA, obviously the HIPAA privacy rule has been around for a long time. GDPR has been around for several years now. But that's just one element. There's a security element. There's a confidentiality element. There's a, there are a lot of things there that when you're contracting with, really, it's any vendor, it's not just CSPs. It's just bringing those conversations to the forefront, building contracts that 
focus on the priorities and upholding the regulations and the, the standards that you are pushing down on them or you're requiring of them. So I would say it's good open conversation around that and making sure you're choosing a partner that is placing the right importance on the things that are important to your organization. Thanks, Andrew. I've been speaking to Andrew Hicks. I'm Marianne Kolbsak-McGee of Information Security Media Group. Thanks for listening.